What up? What up? No, you're serious. So, <laughs> great song, by the way. Um, so what's up? You just uh, so you're heading out of LA just to uh, just to get out. I was at home, just fucking sitting in the heat because we don't have AC, and I was like, "Fuck, I need to do something with myself." Because like this, like lounging around bullshit, and, like being indoors. Uh-huh. Like, I mean, you have a job where you get up early, you're on your feet, you fucking, you know, you do your needs, put in those good hours, you know, and then you go home, you rest, and then you go work out. So like, you spend a good amount of time like moving around, using your body and doing this shit. Me, I get up, I go work out, do Muay Thai for an hour and a half, and then I have nothing to do but sit on my fucking ass. And I don't like that. Like, I don't want to be, I don't want to be in the habit of being, um, what's that word? Les compatants? <laughs> no. Starts with the S. I mean, um, that is a good word, though, because like, you don't want to be incompetent. Yeah, sedentary. Because I don't want to live a sedentary lifestyle. A what so, lifestyle? Sedentary. Oh, pedal using big words. Well, sedentary, yeah, like it's for people who, you know, traditionally work a desk job and they're not really using, they're using their brain, but they're not really using their body and they've become sedentary. And for myself, like, even though I've had jobs in the past where I've been a line cook and got up, I would get up in the morning, six o'clock, go run for an hour you know, be at work after I eat breakfast, go work from nine to five, get off of work, go work out another two hours, go home and go to bed. So I would essentially spend the entire fucking day on my feet, you know, and being a line cook, you don't ever rest. Like you're on your feet the whole fucking time. So you gotta have good boots. But like, uh, you know, ever since I became a student, fucking sitting on my ass looking at a fucking screen all goddamn day drives me insane and then being indoors all the time is just not fucking healthy for me because i don't like it so when i'm at home i try to make the most i try not to let myself fall into the fucking trap of being indoors and just you know dicking around on fucking social media or you know like i just try to try to be productive in some sort of way i guess you as far as not being in the house. I hear you. Um, my, I mean, my input would be, especially, I wanted to interject when you were saying, uh, uh, oh, you know, because like you, you are the, like, like I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to paraphrase. You are this manly man that's on his feet all day doing this badass job. And <laughs> then you go work out. And I'm like a little bitch that just stares at the screen all day because I'm a student. <laughs> And blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, you know what? That's why men like me get a fuck little, little bitches like you. <laughs> First of all, motherfucker, I've had jobs in the past. Where yes, I, yes, you've mentioned that. You've mentioned that. You've mentioned that. I probably would have <laughs> remained a line cook if, if we actually fucking got paid a good amount of money. But, you know, making $10 an hour and working two. It's not, it's, it's not, the, it's not, the, I had to go back to fucking school, learn new skills, and like all this other shit. Okay. 
You want to? But in all honesty, I really wish. You want a cookie? <laughs> I really wish instead of going, going fucking. Uh, you know what I really wish I, I would have known about the power lineman trade before I went to culinary school because I would have, I would have made an effort to get into that at the time. So that it's like I got buddies who do it. It seems much more appealing. Like with all these natural disasters and shit that go down. Like my buddy, he just went to New York. He's gone to like the South, and like, because you have to rebuild the infrastructure, and all these fires and shit. So, and he makes bank doing that shit. Go <laughs> okay. I like, I like, I like being outdoors, and you know, if I was a power lineman, I would have to you know climb a climb a pole, and I could essentially say, you know, I'm kind of like a stripper, and I would I would say that with pride. But you never know. I might go through school, graduate with a degree, and then be like, fuck this and go do it anyways. In my I mean, you, yeah, you can still do the whole uh, lineman thing. I mean, I, I see those guys all the time. I I don't know. I see it. There's 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 uh, pros and cons to being a power lineman. Um, it's cool. You, you do make bank. You work a lot of hours. I personally just don't want to work that many hours. Like, I've worked the crazy overtime. I, I've done that. I've worked seven twelves. You know, um, it's there's more to life than just work. And I, but I've done that. People are like, oh, and they're they're like jealous of it, envious of it. But at the same time, that's a lot of your life being sucked away. That's a lot, bro. I I went to I went to. I went to Iraq for fucking eight months. I know I don't have a problem with a certain portion of my life. I mean, well, I'm not. I, I want my life being sucked away, but not that way. If you know what I'm talking about. Uh, well, that's why. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of. Uh, hey, speaking of climbing poles, remember a long time ago? Not a long time ago. It was probably, but. It was probably beginning of 2020 or end of 2019. That stripper that climbed that pole and it was hella high and she fell and then continued to strip afterwards. <laughs> she's she's earning that she's earning that uh, that bread for sure. Definitely, uh, definitely earning it. Yeah, that's great. Uh oh, you're breaking up quite a bit. Sure. I and you know what you know what's the best Oh now I can hear you. Y'all can you hear me? Alright. No, I mean the best part the best part about that video is is after she fell and she kept stripping, people started fucking tipping the fuck out of her. And I was like, You goddamn right. We appreciate hard work. Hey, hey that's nothing but American right there. If you if you're just putting your heart and soul into your that work and you're just there working hard and and you got you got injured, and you still show up. God bless him. God bless her. Do you think strip clubs will exist in a fucking socialist society? Like, is that a real thing? Like, God, who's gonna have um, probably to go it, fucking strippers? You know, if you, if you would take like, like Alex Jones' advice, probably just the elite, <laughs> and they would probably be like little pedophiles and stuff. What? Oh my god, I just thought of something. 
Ooh, well, this is this is a rarity. Let's hear it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know how California's trying to pro- uh, pass that prop that's about ending the gig economy, and it's essentially yeah, about me. like. Um, can you hear me? All right. Well, it's it's meant to target uh, Lyft and Uber drivers, but the I forget the fucking prop, but um. It, it's going to include, like, anyone who works a gig, so that anyone who, who they essentially want to get rid of 1099, right? So, if you get rid of 1099, that means any, if you work for anyone, you have to be an employee of theirs. So, like, that's going to be really hard in strip clubs. You like, got to be part of the strippers union. <laughs> I want to be the I want to be the president of that union. That'd be badass. That'd be badass. Like, who's this guy? He's the president. So, <laughs> you know how many people are putting in that work? We want clean poles. We want clean poles. <laughs> Dental and medical. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, how much would those union dues be? It's like, you get paid in ones for your union dues. (laughs) Oh, that's hilarious. Well, there, uh, uh, there's something I actually wanted to talk to you about. I wanted to bring about, up a subject, some, something that I was uh, thinking of. When you and I were talking last night, we were discussing a movie night and what movie we should, we should talk about. Ooh. Actually, like well, it can be. Right there. I'll be your huckleberry. <laughs> um, I, it was actually uh, Fierce. <laughs> And uh, preferably childhood fears, like what used to give you nightmares as a child? How did you overcome them as an adult? And is there any fears as an adult that uh, you uh, over like that you still have as a child, first of all? And second of all, is um, there anything as an adult that you would tell the younger version of yourself to maybe overcome some of those fears? I don't know what I was. Yeah, you were. Of. Yeah, really you were. You told me. You told like, me about all like that. Dean, you you would watch those scary moves and shit, and your brother would come in, and you did a little pee pee in the bed. Yeah, <laughs> my brother's a fucking asshole. All brothers are assholes. Yeah. Well, okay, I don't like. Okay, okay, I don't like scary movies. Why? Right, and when I was a teenager, because. My fucking brother fucking ruined scary movies for me because he would torture me every time after we would watch a fucking scary movie. So like, you know, like, when we watch a leprechaun, after we're done watching leprechaun, I'm sleeping in bed, my brother turns his fucking eyes inside out, and then fucking grabs my fucking, fucking uh, leg, and it's like, ah, and I fucking piss myself a little bit, and then I'm all embarrassed, because here I am, eight years old, pissing in bed a little bit, like yeah, anything, man. Like any any time. The Exorcist, and then he fucking tortured me out of that movie too. So as a teenager, didn't like scary movies. 
And then for a little while there, I was kind of um, afraid of dogs. And I was afraid of dogs because my buddy uh, had a pit bull that uh, bit me, <laughs> to put it quite frankly. And uh, yeah, after I got bit by that fucking pit bull, uh, I was like, ugh. Getting bit by a dog sucks. I don't want to do that again. Because some people don't know how to drive, bro. Um. So, I mean, like... Like... So, that's what you're afraid of? Like, you, you've been through so much. You, 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 you know, trained Marine. You went to war. And you're afraid of someone turning their, their eyelids inside out, grabbing your fucking toes while you're sleeping. And <laughs> let me just say this, and, and I, I might have to edit this out. I'll, I'll use your permission afterwards. But you went to Thailand. You went to Thailand. <laughs> and you, didn't, you did not, you did not, uh, how you say, um, you risked, let's just say you risked it all. The same. The same. <laughs> I'll let you, I'll let you say it. <laughs> We're to Thailand on the operation for 40 days, 45 days-ish, and um, I threw my dick on the crap table, and I barebacked it. Like, and, yeah, like, and you know what the funny part is? Well, not funny, but... The thing about, like, when you go to Thailand, like, a lot of dudes, like, they go and they get whores or whatever. You don't even need to get a fucking whore. Like, I didn't even need to get a whore. You're an American. Like, girls want to girls sleep with you. Like, God, you know, God bless them. Like, they're just, like, they want that foreign D. And so, you know, <laughs> I mean, I'm not the biggest guy, but, you know, when I sleep with them, I feel like King Kong. So, it's like, <laughs> fucking, I don't know, like, I slept around quite a bit. And, uh. You know, when you're 20 years old and it's like readily available to you. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I didn't use a condom the whole time I was in Thailand. <laughs> like, you know what's really fucked up? Really fucked up too is like they show you the fucking STDs that you can get. Like, there's this thing over there called black syphilis. Is it? It's like the black pearl. Like, it's like <laughs> worse. It's the fastest moving STD you can get. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. They won't allow you to come back to the States or some shit like that. But it's fucking crazy, right? Um, They show you that. They show you. I don't don't know if I want to Google Google any of these. Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty gross. Um, So, yeah, they show you all that shit before you you go in the country. And my dumbass at 20 years old, you know, two shots of fucking. Mekong, they have whiskey over there, or is that Korea? <laughs> I don't know. But a couple shots of whiskey, I'm like, well, I didn't. <laughs> like, but my dick on the yeah, I was an idiot. I was a fucking idiot. And then, then you know, I get off the deployment and fucking, of course, I'm gonna go get fucking tested because I just did something really fucking stupid and I knew it. And the way they they tested. Tested you at the time in the military to do a thing called the war punch, 
which is like <laughs> where they they grab your penis. And <laughs> Pause, 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 pause. <laughs> when they pulled the Q-tip out, did they go... Holding a match tip to the tip of your wiener. Yeah. So yeah. Wow. So so going through all of that, going through through all that experience, is there anything you would change that you would tell yourself different? You know, I would say that I would tell myself to play. You know, play it a little safer, but. I can't say that because I still don't even use condoms to this day. Well, let's just, let's just, let's just, uh, let's just say. I I, I legitimately get upset about when girls don't want to use birth control too. Because I'm like, fuck, we're playing the risky here. Just use birth control. I mean, that, that, this is like, this is like your own version of Russian roulette right here. I like how I like how they show you like a whole bunch of like pictures of these STDs and all these these grotesque diseases and all this stuff, and you're more afraid of getting someone pregnant. <laughs> like your priorities are so messed up. Oh man, it's like. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, explain, explain, like, you told me a story of Thailand of a friend of yours that kind of knew of all the spots to go to, and he was, and it was like this party kind of a thing, and then the night, you told me about all these things, and then the night ended with a particular woman that I didn't, when you first told me this story, I did not believe it until I spoke to someone I was working with that frequented Thailand and then he started started laughing when I was telling the story, and then he finished the story, and I'm like, "Oh my god, it's real!" <laughs> but, but um, yeah, like it was just funny because you, because I, I, afterwards, my whole stance on that was, of course, it's it's that guy, of course, it's that type of guy that knows all those spots. So, do you want to share that story? Yeah. I mean, there's a couple... This this story in particular... See, I, I'm having trouble remembering because I don't know if it's the Thailand <laughs> one that the guy told you. <laughs> so, that's the thing. Um, oh, John only has a Chrysler Dodge specifically, huh? Uh, anyways. Uh... So, 
it kind of falls along the lines of if you're from California, you've probably heard of the Donkey Show, right? I may or may not have. <laughs> have you heard of? Come on, bro. Yes, show, yes, right? like, yes. So, yeah, yeah. So, so you know, and we always hear these rumors about this type of shit, and we're always skeptical. But until you see it, right? So, okay. Is it the balloon or the banana? I remembered both remember? of them, but the balloon one was the one I was initially thinking of. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, that is Thailand. <laughs> so, so, um, so, this guy who had, you know, I was a young kid, you know, 19, 20 years old. And my NCO, my sergeant, he had been to Thailand a couple times. He was married to actually a Japanese national. And he's one of those guys who always went back and lived overseas. But, uh, Describe this guy. So Describe the fellow. Okay, this motherfucker is a fucking IT guy, right? So in the military, we have IT as well. They're fucking computer nerds who, you know, they set up all the fucking, like, encrypted systems and, you know, troubleshoot for every fucking, you know, because they have networks that, that we use for communication purposes. So these are the geeky motherfuckers who uh, troubleshoot the shit. Now, they still do all the other training. They, they're still basic riflemen. They still, uh, they still, they still PT, so it's not like they're that bad, but, you know, they're smart. <laughs> they're pirates. <laughs> A lot of them are STEM-minded, right? So, this motherfucker, yeah, so he's, he's, he's a computer nerd who just so happens to work out and... You know, is a perfect. Yeah, he can't get, he's the kind of guy who can't really get laid in the States. So when you go to Asia and like, like I said, girls want to fuck you. Like, it's just like, it, it, it lets out the, the disgustingness, right? Filth. Filth. Straight filthy. And so this guy, like, you know, we're at Patia Beach, going to all the bars, fucking getting shit-faced, watching fucking 10-year-old kids beat the shit out of each other and, like, Muay Thai fucking... Fuck, yeah. It's fucking amazing. Those kids, fuck, man. When they when they kick, it sounds like someone's taking a baseball bat to a fucking pole. Fuck, yeah. Like, it's loud. They're fighting for their lives and over there. They're, yeah, they're fighting for rice, for sure. Um, so, and the girls, the, the, the girl bartenders at Patia Beach, it's so hard to beat them at Connect Four. And every time you lose, you have to take a shot. It fucking sucks. I got shmammered. But, um, so, you know, you go and you see, like, the fucking, do you remember that? <laughs> you remember Rush Hour 2 with, like, fucking Jackie Chan? Of course. Like, <laughs> but, you know, you see those kind of rooms where, like, you go into the bar and they're like, oh, there's any girls here? And they're like, yeah, come this way. And then, you know, they open the fucking screen and it's, like, all these girls behind the fucking glass. It's. <laughs> it's sad, but it's kind of cool when you're young, you know what I mean? You're like, fuck. It's a peep show. So, it is. It's a peep show. And so, and that's just the way it is overseas, you know what I mean? Like, that's just what happens. Like, I'm not trying to, like, endorse, you know, any kind of, like, sex trafficking or sex work or... No, we, we adamantly stand stuff. against it. Exactly. So, the thing is, it's just that, you know, I was 19, 20 years old. I didn't know a whole lot from the ghetto, so to me, it's just like, fuck, I'm just trying to get my dick wet, 
but we didn't we didn't go there, right? It was just he wanted to show me. So so we go to a strip club, and he's like, "Oh, this is the best. This is the best one." So we go in. You know, there's not very many people there, and the first girl comes out. She gets on stage, and she pulls out a piece of paper and a fucking like dry erase marker or whatever and she asked me my name and I'm like oh like whatever or I asked someone else's name she's like oh blah 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 and she goes and she sticks the marker in her vagina <laughs> and starts like pause 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 how big of a marker we're talking about <laughs> it's like the kind you want you right on a whiteboard with. Oh, right? okay. Yeah. So like a marks yeah. a lot. Yeah, exactly. Remember marks a lot? Um, oh my god. Anyway, go on. But I think it was a sharpie. And so she sticks it in her vagina, she squats down, you see her wiggling around and shit, right? And she fucking spells the guy's name. And I was like, oh shit, that's pretty cool, whatever. And so she walks off, the next girl comes out, she starts dancing around. She has my other buddy, not the sergeant, the corporal come over he grabs like she has a, a string that's like coming out of her vagina and so he grabs it and he starts walking back and this motherfucker starts pulling on the string yo this shit it must have been like almost like 10 yards of fucking string that like they pull out of her fucking vagina right and I was like oh shit this is, you know, this is pretty gnarly so there's, there's another girl walking around walking around with balloons handing out balloons to people and she gives me a balloon so she's not the girl that goes on stage but the girl who's on like who comes out on stage she comes out and she starts dancing or whatever and she's like looking at me and she like waves and then she like tells me to stick my arm out with the balloon I'm like all right cool whatever so I stick my arm out with the balloon she she gets down on the floor fucking spreads her legs wide open right and i'm thinking like she's gonna like you know take some toys or do something like crazy or i don't know what the fuck she takes a pipe sticks it in her vagina and fucking then pulls out a fucking dart sticks that in the pipe takes a deep breath and just goes like like you know and that fucking dart Flying out of her fucking that pipe from her vagina and popped that fucking balloon. And I swear to you, I was probably about 13 feet away. <laughs> that motherfucker flew across the room. And I was like, oh shit. Like, I was like, that was good accuracy. One, like, that takes some practice. You know what I mean? Like, I, I can't even hardly shoot a pistol from the hip, let alone, like, you know. <laughs> But, yeah, man, crazy shit in Thailand, bro. Uh. <laughs> so this is why when you were like, hey, I want to go back to Thailand and train more Thai, I was a little hesitant. <laughs> <laughs> I legit just want to go train Muay Thai. The Thai people are really Oh, nice. no, for sure I want to go. For sure we're going. Great food. The food is fucking spicy as shit. I mm. love it. Tropical weather. You go out there and you see those kids running around in fucking sauna suits in the middle of the heat in the afternoon in that fucking humidity in the jungle. 
and he makes you feel like a fucking pussy. You're just like, I mean, these are, I'm not taking, like, when you think of the best uh, warriors that walk the earth, you know, you had the Spartans, you had Shaolin monks, the warrior monks, you had the, the samurai. Modern day, it is Muay Thai boxers. Yeah. They have perfected their art of, of, of uh, uh, Muay Thai. They have perfected kickboxing. And uh, yeah. they quite literally are fighting for their lives, fighting just because they live in such extreme poverty. And, you know, it's, it's cool. And it makes, it makes you realize, you know, what we have here. And yeah. it's, uh, it's, kind of, it's a cool thing to uh, reflect on, for sure. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I love, I love the Thai people. I love, I love going there. Thailand are very beautiful, fucking beautiful. Um, you, my friend, haven't been to Eastern Europe. I, well, I know that. Uh, <laughs> saying, in general, uh, you hear me broke up a little bit. No, 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 I hear you. Hello. You're there. You're good. Yellow. You're good. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. I couldn't hear you. That's why. You're good. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I really want to go there. It's very laid back. Like, culture is cool. Um, it's a lot of fun. And, you know, a lot of foreigners from other countries go to Thailand. And I think it would be cool to just go out there and check out some camps and just go and train and, you know, live life. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, traveling, I think, is on everyone's mind right now just because of, you know, hey, we're in a, we are in a pandemic. Hey, life does suck. We, when you, yeah. we, when you are confined to something, the natural, uh, desire is to get, do what you shouldn't do, you know? So. You're kind of sounding a little mumbled, but I don't know if it's just my. I mean, you are on the go. Um, just, just keep going as if you're, you're good. Cause I'm pretty, I'm picking up a lot of what, uh, you are saying, even though you probably can't hear me. Yeah. So, um, as we get more money in. Uh, this, you know, our audio will improve, but just right now we're in the beginning stages. So. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, yeah. Fucking Thailand. Um, a lot of, uh, things to fear, a lot of things to, that you overcame and, uh, Yeah. <laughs> That's why, like, that's why it's hard for me to say that, like, I was afraid of anything when I was younger. Because when I was younger, I was a fucking moron. I didn't really care. Like, I was just like, whatever. Like, I think, too, some of it had to do with the fact that I didn't have, like, a good family home situation. And, like, the the thing I was most afraid of was my dad. My dad would beat the shit out of me and yell at me and, you know, like, I mean, he just always made me feel like a little fucking ungrateful piece of shit. And I don't think I was that bad of a kid. Um, so it was a little unwarranted. I mean, it's just, I was more of like a, a, a sensitive kid, but I got thrown into, um, I, my, my dad's just an old school fucking, um, how can you say, my dad's rough. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's, it's just who he is. And 
I wasn't that way. And he didn't have to fucking yell and scream at me and, you know, to try and get me to act right. Like, I, for the most part, I was, I was pretty good. But he, um, you know, if I didn't pick up my dishes or some shit like that, he turned how I didn't fucking pick up my dishes was going to translate into me becoming a fucking drug addict and ruin my life. I was like, really? Because I don't pick up my dishes? Because I'm lazy? <laughs> like, you know, like, you know, just, it was just weird, man. But, um, so, yeah, I think my, my dad, I was definitely afraid of him. Uh, but as far as anything else, you know, that went down, I wasn't really afraid of anything because I was like, fuck, man, I've already been through a bunch of shit. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, you, you still know. are afraid of scary movies. Uh, I mean, yeah, like I'm afraid of scary movies. Well, I mean, let's just be honest. You you uh, struggle with like, um, particularly seeing psychics and the whole like, let's say spiritual realm. The curanderas. Fucking <laughs> I don't give a fuck what y'all say. I watched that movie La Bamba, and I was like, oh, that shit is cool. I want to fucking. Go see a shaman. <laughs> I fuck with it. I want to do Awa. Uh, what's that shit? Alawaska. 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 I want to do that shit. You. I want to go walk in the spirit world. But yeah, I struggle with that shit for sure. I mean, I had a chance to do it. I didn't because um, I was I was persuaded out of it. It was. Uh, the dude was just like, dude, if you've never, if you never, if you're not ready for this, then you shouldn't do it. I'm just like, yeah, I'm not ready. So I'm glad, I'm glad he did talk me out of it. Um, however, uh, yeah, there's, there's, I mean, I do not struggle with like my whole spirituality. I do not have that, uh, desire or struggle, so, so to speak. Um, there's definitely like I, I mean I do struggle with it at times and there's definitely times where I'm just like like I feel like I'm spiritually under attack if that makes sense where yeah. and usually like the, what I can translate that to is like when I'm surrounded by a bunch of negativity for no damn reason yeah. and it's just like my mind is going in places and it's like fear and desperation and I'm just like fuck I can't get ahead fuck yeah. what's going on why is this why is this happening for this reason? So Well, I mean for me, like a lot of my fears developed when I got older. You know? Um I I was never afraid of failure until like I accomplished some things in my life. Until so basically until I became eighteen, joined the Marine Corps, and then when I got out I I was afraid of becoming a failure. And then you know, also afraid of being poor again or um, you know or hurting someone or having a child outside of wedlock or like you know like I, I've always said I, I, I don't want to bring kids in this world if they're going to have to grow up poor like I did because that shit fucking sucks so you know I've always made it a point to not <laughs> which is so dumb right I don't use condoms <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't want to have, I don't want to have a kid with someone I don't love, and it's just, it's difficult. Um, so yeah, I would say a lot of the shit that I became afraid of, like, was, was probably more along 
when I became an adult, um, yeah, I mean, there's lots of advice I could give myself when I was younger. Um, if there was one thing I would probably say, uh, to myself as a younger kid <laughs> would honestly be don't, don't smoke so much fucking weed and like school because, uh, I was, I was smart until I fucking became a raging stoner at like 12, 13 years old. And then school became really hard for me. Um, I had no focus whatsoever. But, uh, yeah, I wish I would have, I wish I would have, you know, been able to focus on school a little bit more. Right on. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, it was crazy because I, like, at one point I was, you know, to, to get the talk back on, like, because you were saying, um, you know, we brought up, because, like, last night you were bringing up uh, the movie It. Yeah. And there's, there are, especially nowadays, a lot more people that are just terrified of clowns. Yeah. And, uh, I'm more confused just like who would want to grow up to be a clown nowadays? And I just think of pedos. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, man. Um, but as far as like that whole um, genre of scary clowns, it, you know, d- demonic nightmares. And at the same time, we have like. Um, I, th- I think what what started that for me was uh, the original Doom. I used to have nightmares about that. Oh yeah. Like remember, remember, the, and there was like a few games where you play where you would go flip a switch, and then you, the whole room would go dark, and then you would turn around, and then there was like a bunch of those like freaking eight bit demons behind you, and it was scary. Like that was that was a horrifying game when I was because I was just a kid, bro. Doom didn't really do it for me too much. You know what fucking scared the shit out of me when I was a kid? Video game wise. What's that? Resident. Resident Evil. Yep. Yep. I was gonna oh, say Doom or Resident Evil. God. Those were fucking those were terrifying. Like I, I played at night and fucking. I remember this one particular scene where it's like you're in the house and then you open a door and then it pans out to the windows and then in come the two fucking zombie, like, fucking Dobermans that break through the window. Yes. Yes. Kill you. That shit scared the fuck out of me. I was like, oh my god. Like, it was intense, bro. Fuck, back then? Yeah, um, I was thinking about that, that, because I was, uh, I was, I fell in love with this new dude on, uh, (laughs) I fell in love with this guy. He's on, uh, he's on, I sent, I sent, in fact, I sent you one of his videos. Um, he's a, he called, he's theoretically a Shaolin monk disciple, but he's trained with the Shaolin monks for like three years. And he loves karate, loves Kung Fu. Um, and he's very real. And he, he did a video where he was, uh, watching the BBC and, um, his name is Rayton or Rayton, he's on YouTube, he's amazing. And 
Um, but he was just very, like, gives you a real insight to how the Shaolin monks are. You know, they are normal people. They're not this, like, the, what the BBC, everything's spiritual, everything's Buddhist. He's like, no, they, warrior monks, they are literally there to practice Kung Fu and be, like, Kung Fu killers. And um, the thing about him is, like, he talks about how, you know, when they're not, when the warrior monks, when they're not there, they're playing Mortal Kombat and shit in their in their uh um room so it was i was just thinking about that i was thinking about video games i was thinking about fear i remember being afraid of doom i'm being afraid of resident evil uh there's one video game it was 